Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we sit. Today's Thursday. It's March 25th of 2021, and there's rain falling all across the listening area today. Yeah. And we're going to see a lot of rain. I mean, it's been falling overnight, lightning and thunder uh, in northeast Arkansas throughout the early part of the day today. It looks like rain really is blanketing mm-hmm. much of the state this morning. So get ready for that. Now, we also have the chance, because it's spring, of uh, maybe some strong to severe weather later in the day. And of course, we'll be on the radio throughout the day with updates to keep you informed as to what's going on. So be prepared for that. Be prepared to wear your hat to work or for your hair to be messier. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Do you have an old school raincoat? I don't. Do you remember those, though? Yes. <laughs> Do they still make them? Yes. People still wear them? Yes. Kids wear them to school? I think so, yeah. Do they? I can't imagine me giving Kai a raincoat and him being like, Dad, what is this? <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, they they make cute ones now. You know, I think ours kind of look like trash bags. 100%. Yeah. Or like the crossing guard at the school was outside in one. Right, with an orange one with the huge hood. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. how I picture them still to this day. So we'll watch the weather as we go throughout the day today. We'll blame everything that happens today on the rain. mentioned that it's always bad to be bald and for it to be raining because, Ooh. I mean, that rain just sits there and it rolls down your head like it's a windshield. Yes. Ooh. So I put my hat on and, of course, once again, the rain slips behind the hat and goes right down the back of my neck. Mm. So that's not fun. The raindrops keep falling on my head. I mean, come on now. But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. Cry is not for me. Some people who love rain. Let it rain, let it pour. She don't love me anymore. Oh, let it come down on me. Let it come down on me. And it was this morning, y'all. I wake up to a sunny nope. day because I love a rainy night. We got that, man. Yeah, I love a rainy Name the artist. Well, I love Eddie. a rainy Eddie what? Money. Well, I love Eddie Money. No. Rabbit. There you go. I love a rainy night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky. Oh, yeah. You know what makes me feel good? Not on severe days, though. Well, I love a rainy night. Such a beautiful sight. I love to feel the rain on my face. Taste the rain on my lips. In the moonlight shadows. Oh, if y'all can see I this. love this song. Put <laughs> a song in this heart of mine. Oh, yeah. Put a smile on my face every time. Because hey, I, I love a rainy night. night. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Mm. Ooh, I love a rainy night. Mm. Yeah, I love you like a that? rainy night. Is that yeah, good? So much to the song. So, another song about rain. What else do I have that has rain in it? Life is pretty plain I like watching the bottles gather rain We'll dress Kelly as a bee later today Name the artist, the band Blind Melon I'm surprised at that one all right, let's go back. Today's March 25th. What do we celebrate today? I can't remember. It's like National Nougat Day. Like, what is nougat? When you hear the word nougat, what candy bar do you think of? One, two, three. Snickers. Snickers. Okay. It's the only one that uses nougat. Yeah, you're right. National Spinach Day. It's also uh, Waffle Day. So, Pecan hmm. Day. National Epilepsy Awareness Day. So, we can celebrate all of those things today. Again, we're watching the weather for you this morning. It's going to be a rainy start to the day. So, I mean, what the heck? Let's do Luke Bryan's song about the rain. Rain is a good thing. It's on Arkansas's morning show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
Thanks for starting your day with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1984 and Alabama had the number one song in country music on this day. Roll on highway, roll on along, roll on daddy till you get back home. Roll on family, roll on crew, roll on mama like I asked you to do. And roll on 18-wheeler, roll on. Roll on! Shout out to the truckers out there this morning, working through the rain. We appreciate you. Well, it's Wednesday evening, mama's waiting by the phone. It rings, but it's not his voice. Seems the highway patrol has found a jackknifed rig in a snowbank in Illinois. But the driver was missing, and the search had been abandoned. Cause the weather had everything stalled. And they had checked all the houses and the local motels. When they had some more news, they'd call. She told him when they found him to tell him that she loved him. And she hung up the phone singing, Roll on highway, roll on along. Roll on daddy till you get back home. Roll on family, roll on crew. Roll on mama like I asked you to do. And roll on 18 wheeler, roll on. Good news is coming. Mama and the children. Is coming with a ring in of a telephone. Whoa, but the man upstairs was listening when Mama asked him to bring Daddy home. Oh yeah. And when the call came in, it was, it was Daddy, Daddy on the other end asking her if she had been singing the song, singing Roll on Highway, Roll on Along, Roll on Daddy till you get back home. Roll on Family. ending right there. 18 wheeler, 18 wheeler, Shout out to all you truckers out there. You keep us moving. You keep America going. We appreciate you. Alabama, roll on 18 wheeler, number one on this day in 1984. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Get up and get moving, Arkansas. We thank you for listening to us as you get your day going. Rain showers, thunderstorms, all that stuff throughout the day today. Some storms could be strong to severe. And again, we'll be watching the weather as we go throughout the day today to keep you informed as to what's going on. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Chrissy Teigen. So after 10 years, Chrissy Teigen is saying goodbye to her Twitter account. So she made this big farewell post yesterday, and then she deactivated her account, writing that, quote, she no longer, or that Twitter no longer serves her in a positive way. Hmm. And it was too negative. And so Chrissy goes on to say for 10 years that she says, you guys have been my world. I honestly owe so much to this world we have created here. I truly consider so many of you my actual friends. She goes on to say, my life goal is to make people happy. The pain I feel when I don't is too much for me. I've always been portrayed as the strong clapback girl, but I'm just not. She ends it by saying, live well, tweeters, please know all I ever cared about was you. So um, it's a lot longer than that. She goes into more detail, but um, do you think it's temporary? Do you think that she'll be back in a year and six months or she's done? Most people, when they leave Twitter or any form of social media, come back within like two or three weeks. Yeah. But her, I mean, maybe she's going to, I don't know what it was that caused her to want to walk away. I bet somebody either said something about her kids or her husband and she was just like, you know what? Mm -mm." I mean, you know, I have a bunch, I have a number of friends who are, you know, pretty famous doing different Mm -hmm. things, right? And you go through and look at some of the comments, even on stuff that is like simple stuff. Yeah. And they just get blasted. You're like, who's doing that? Right. And why? Anyway, uh, also a special letter on Twitter, though, was from Miley Cyrus. Gotcha gossip on Miley's letter to her character, Hannah Montana, which 
I thought was really sweet. A lot of times, I think when we think of Miley, we think about the Miley of the last, you know, five to seven years. Working Miley. Yeah, wild Miley, <laughs> over the top Miley, and stuff like that. We forget that she was Hannah Montana. She was the Disney star. And this letter was really sweet. Uh, and I'll give you a little brief part of it, then you can go and read it yourself. Uh, it's Miley writing to her character. She says, Hi, Hannah. It's been a while, 15 years to be exact, since the first time I slid those blonde bangs over my forehead in the best attempt to cancel to conceal my identity. She goes on to say, through that character, she learned so much about herself and her life, and she met some amazing friends, had amazing experiences. Her first time falling in love was on the set of Hannah Montana. She said she also hit the, uh, the female thing on the set of Hannah Montana as well, and she was wearing some, as she described them, uh, white capris, and she was Aww. supposed to eat lunch with a cute boy that day. Aww. Uh, then she goes on to basically to say that it meant so much to her, and the way the show ended was so important. Uh, she says, not a day goes by that I forget where I come from, a, bil- a building in Burbank, California, with a room full of people with the power to fulfill my destiny, and they did just that. They gave me you, the greatest gift a girl could ask for. Miley goes on to say, I love you, Hannah Montana, hmm. which, you know, for a long time, she tried to distance herself mm-hmm. from that character. So kind of neat to see that. You can check out the full post on Miley Cyrus's Twitter account. Gotta, gotta be strong, Think about this one. was one of the guys, one of the only guys, one of the only males who didn't have a kid in the Hannah Montana movie, in the theater. There's always going to be another <laughs> yeah, true. mountain. True story. I'm always going to want to make it move. Always going to be an uphill battle. Sometimes I'm going to have to lose. It ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the clock. Cried in that movie when she sang the song at the end. She had been through so much. I think you're sharing too many details in this anyway, story. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you can check out Miley and uh, that tweet on, well, Twitter. Got you gossip on Ashley Tisdale. So she's come a long way since High School Musical. She's a mom now. Ashley and her husband, Christopher French, welcomed a little girl and gave her the coolest name, Jupiter Iris French. Huh. So Ashley announced the news on Instagram, sharing a picture of Jupiter's hand holding on to Ashley's thumb. So congratulations to Ashley Tisdale. Got your gossip on Adam Levine of Maroon 5, who has a brand new tattoo, and it is a massive tattoo. It's a leg tattoo. It's a full leg tattoo, like a full piece. Ouch. It starts around his hip, goes all the way down to uh, right around his ankles. It's a huge tattoo. He said it took three days and a lot of pain to get there, but if you want to check it out, you can check out Adam Levine on social media. And, of course, Adam Levine and Maroon 5 have a brand new song out right now with Megan Thee Stallion. my best to be like Adam Levine so my wife will find me attractive. <laughs> I don't know if what you're doing with your hands is going to make stupid. The only way I'm coming back to you is if you dream it, lose it, prove it. If you made a promise then keep it. Why you want to lie then get mad? I don't believe it. But really I was doing just fine without you looking fine sipping wine dancing no club couches. Baby why you want to lose me like you don't need me? Like I don't block you and you still try to reach me. How you figure out how to call me from the TV You running out of chances And you have full It's Maroon 5 It's Adam Levine Megan Thee Stallion As a matter of fact One of the things I have in common With Megan Thee Stallion Is when I was in school uh, A lot of people called me The Stallion Because of my long hair Like a mane So Kelly That is strange And of course Every morning here On Brandon Baxter In the morning We got your gossip 
Kelly, I had long hair. <laughs> Brandon hey. Baxter in the morning. We mentioned tattoos, right? Adam Levine gets this big leg tattoo. And I got a picture of a friend of mine. Uh, she got a tattoo on her back. Can I show it to yeah. you real quick? So it was a cover-up piece of artwork. And uh, where is it? All right, I'll show you the initial picture and then like what it turned into, right? Okay. This is what it started as. Okay. That's on the back shoulder, okay? And it ended up looking like this. Oh. Dude, see what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes me want to go and cover up everything and start over. Uh, there was a guy who decided he wanted to um, do a QR code on the back of his neck. You know, a uh-huh. lot of people do those uh, QR codes and stuff like that. So this dude goes in and gets a QR code for his Instagram on the back of his neck. So if people want to mm-hmm. just come up behind him no. and follow him, follow him on Instagram, they scan the QR code. It takes you straight to his Instagram page. Here's the issue with what happened with the guy. Uh, the QR code, by the time somebody went to try to see if it would work, it didn't work. No. So he has a bogus QR no. code on the back <laughs> of his neck. I wonder what made him... I wonder how many followers he has. It would have been like me saying, hey, I want to go get my MySpace put mm-hmm. up on the back of my head. It doesn't work like that. Instagram is okay right now. Will it be okay in 15 years? Yeah, that's what you have to ask yourself when you're getting tattoos. I'll never forget my great-grandfather, my Nana Peggy's dad. He had a tattoo on his forearm, you know, because he was a military guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of military guys got uh, tattoos down there on their forearm and stuff like that. And the thing that was always interesting about his tattoo was it was a topless woman. No. Can I see your tattoo again? So, as a kid, <laughs> we love that tattoo. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a really sweet story out today. An Iowa couple decided they wanted to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. And they did that by going and recreating their wedding photos. Aww. So what they did was they found their original photos. And they went in and did the exact same pose 50 years later. And it's really sweet because, of course, in 50 years, you age and you change. Mm-hmm. But the idea that the feelings are the same. So they did the one in the chapel, which Aww. is really cute. They did uh, one in front of the church. They did one looking into each other's eyes. And the idea this is 50 years after the fact is really sweet. There's one where he has a head full of hair with sideburns. Mm-hmm. And there's another one where he doesn't. <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing the renewal of the vows? Because yeah. Leslie's brought that up. Yeah. Because we didn't do one of those massive weddings mm-hmm. the first time. So I think she thinks now that we're doing better that she is owed that. I'm all for it. I'll there, come be a witness. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Uh, we'll probably do that. I don't know. Maybe the 20 year anniversary. <laughs> that gives me some time to save up. <laughs> Sounds like is that week. I mean, I can't do it like on. Oh, it's uh, year 13. Well, renewing your vows doesn't have to be like this massive money type deal. No, but she wants the massive money type deal. She wants the royal wedding. Better start saving then. Yeah, it's going to be a while. How about that? I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 34-year-old woman named Edith went to her daughter's middle school in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, Edith had a boxing glove on her left hand. Her daughter, while she was there, started a fight with another girl. And then Edith, the mother, joined in, throwing some punches while the other girl was on the ground. She did not do that. This is true. Oh, my God. The girl wound up with cuts on her knees and her arms, and her parents said they were going to press charges. Edith was arrested and charged with child abuse and with a special weapon. She told police the boxing glove was super glued to her wrist so she couldn't take it off. So I'm sure there's a good backstory behind that. But that doesn't mean she has to go punch somebody with it. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. But speaking of boxing gloves, I'm actually one of the few people willing to step into a boxing ring with Mike Tyson. Really? Yeah, because I'm an organ donor. It would be a charity event. Oh, <laughs> and there's even oh. more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go Thursday morning, y'all. And as always, <laughs> Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Looking at the radar as you're getting going this morning, there's rain still blanketing much of the natural state this morning, especially uh, the eastern portion of that. We're going to watch for severe weather as we go throughout the day today. I was a little bit frustrated last night. It was uh, about 8 o'clock, and I was still making dinner. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and I was doing like meal prep and, and all the different stuff. But my wife, you know, she's been helping with her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's kind of gone late and it's like, uh, what are we going to eat? And Kai decided, I just want chicken nuggets, dad, which is like the simple throw in the oven and he's good. Right. But what about me? I don't think I need to eat the nuggets. I wanted something more than nuggets. Right. So at 8 o'clock last night, I'm still standing in the kitchen, and now I'm fuming. That's a horrible feeling. Because at that point, I just want to go and sit down. I know. And I knew at 8 o'clock while I was still cooking dinner, I still had to go and what we call prep and kind of start thinking about today's radio show. I'm like, so I still have that to do, and I want to spend a little bit of time with my wife, and I got to eat dinner. Then once you do the dinner, and and once you cook the dinner, you got to clean up a little Uh bit so you uh don't wake up to a mess. Right. It's like 9 o'clock, and I'm finally starting to wind down. Moms everywhere are like, we know, Brandon. We know. What do you mean? Well, we by the time we get everything done where we can actually sit down, it's like 10 o'clock at night and we have 20 minutes before we go to sleep of just being able to sit there and do nothing. So, like, we get it. Isn't that wild? I know. But we're the same way, too. We eat at really weird times because our busy time is, you know, until late at our karate school. And so sometimes I get home and I'm prepping late, too. So... What do other people do? Well, see, like when <laughs> when you think back to, and again, we can't relate to shows that were like the old school shows, like yeah. the Brady Bunch or something like right. that. But like dinner was five o'clock. Oh you you ring the dinner bell. The kids come running. The dogs come running. Everybody right. has their dinner at, at five, maybe six o'clock at the latest. The family all sits together. And here we are in 2021. And it's like, we just kind of fend for ourselves. It's almost like we're scavengers again. Yeah. We have to figure out what we're going to eat and at what time we're going to eat it. But, like, I would assume that eating dinner at 8 o'clock is not the norm. I I would assume that as well. (laughs) I don't know anybody who eats dinner at 5 o'clock except for one of our coworkers, David the Barrel Boy. Well, he's kind of an old soul. Yeah. I wonder if he's awake. You think he's awake? I'm going to say no. I bet you money. There was a time we talked to him, and he went out to get the early bird special. This This is a true story. How old is David? Is he 26? Like, he's young. 27? He is way young. Let's see if we can get him on the phone this morning. Oh, David. He doesn't know what's about to happen, does he? He doesn't know. Actually, he probably does know. If he shadies me like my wife did last week, we're going to have to have a talk. Calling David the barrel boy. Hmm. What's he even doing? Reading the paper. He's not going to answer, is he? David. The old soul himself. Mm-hmm. So, we should put it out there on social media. Like, what time do people eat dinner? Is it 8 o'clock? Is that normal now in 2021, or is that ridiculous? Are we ridiculous, or are we now the norm? We'll put it out there on social media in a second. Facebook.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 25th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our friend Keith Bagger of Jonesboro, who is celebrating his birthday today. And he also says that he just got to ring the bell for his final chemo treatment. Yes. Cancer-free and a reason to celebrate. Happy birthday to our friend Keith Bagger, who celebrates his birthday today. How about Aubrey Grace Vickery? Turning 17 today. Happy birthday, Aubrey Grace. I remember her dad bringing her to the radio station. I know. She she was like single digits, I think. She's basically grown now. It's crazy. Uh, Let's see here. We have Jerry Thomas of Imboden celebrating. Sharon Harrington of Lake City. Uh, Karen Earlywine from Ulm has a birthday. Skylar McLean of Stuttgart. Dale Culbreth of Jonesboro. Brandy Wright has a birthday today. Jeff Cranford of Jonesboro. Matt Smith. Happy birthday. Steve Danforth from Stuttgart. Emily Nels is celebrating a birthday. Lauren Sherm of Stuttgart. And my buddy Travis Grissom of the Camo Shop and R&R Farm Equipment celebrating a birthday today as well. So happy birthday to Travis. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. 
and you celebrate with these celebrities. Allison McCulka is 32. That's Liv's best friend, Peyton, on iZombie. Catherine McPhee is 37 years old today. She's on NBC's Smash, and she was also an American Idol runner-up. She's also the one that is married to the guy who's like in his 80s, right? Something like that. And she just had a baby, I believe. Yeah, she's on a new Netflix country show, too, called Country Comfort. So Catherine McPhee celebrating her birthday today. Danica Patrick is 39. Of course, you know her as a auto racing superstar. Lark Voorhees is 47. That's Lisa Turtle on Saved by the Bell. You know we have I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. Lisa Turtle celebrating a birthday today, Lark Voorhees. Sarah Jessica Parker is 56 today. Of course, that's Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City, and she's on Hocus Pocus. Yep. Uh, Marcia Cross is 59. She's Brie on Desperate Housewives. Hmm. And happy birthday today. Uh, Marcia. <laughs> that's what I like to call her. Yes, Marcia. Or Marsha. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Remember well, that. Marsha, Marsha, yeah, Marsha. Um, and happy birthday today. To Elton John. Oh my gosh. Who is 74. Love me some Elton John. I mean, we could go through like the whole library of Elton John stuff. How wonderful life is while you're in the world. Good stuff, right? Go down on me. I mean, we got this one, too. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. Time on my hands. Time spent with you. Elton John celebrating a birthday today. Seems to me you live your life like a candle in the wind. Never knowing who to claim to when the rain Did you buy the Princess Diana version of this? I did not. I did. Because that single. Couldn't afford the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I forgot the words. How about Elton John? Oh, how it feels so real. Everybody together now. Hold me close, time to dance. Elton John, 74 today. Count the headlights on the highway. Lay me down and she's so planning. You had a bills a day. We got to end on something upbeat, though, like this one. memories right there with that music right happy birthday elton john 74 goes out to my good friend, (laughs) Elton John, who turns 74 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. 
Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, Taylor Swift is re-releasing songs off of her Fearless album from 2008, and she's giving us some songs that maybe you've never heard before, songs that she hasn't released in album form. One of the songs is called You All Over Me, and she's talking about it on social media, getting set to release this to all of us, and she's announced the fact that she has a very special um, co-star, collaborator in the song. This from Taylor Swift. She says, and I quote, One thing I've been loving about these From the Vault songs is that they've never been heard, so I can experiment, play, and even include some of my favorite artists. I'm really excited to have Marin Morris singing background vocals on this song. So again, it's a re-release uh, from the vault, Taylor Swift. It's called You All Over Me, and it's out tomorrow. Morgan Wallen is still laying low, saying some really uh, racially insensitive and controversial things. But when he does come back, there's one person that's going to be very happy, and that's Jason Aldean. He thinks that Morgan's one of the most talented guys in Nashville, both as a writer and a singer. And as a recent, he was a guest on a recent podcast, and Jason talked about Morgan. He said, quote, now this is Jason Aldean um, talking about Morgan Wallen. Quote, he was on, our, on tour with me last year, and I even told him, I was like, you're the next superstar of our business. I could just tell he had that thing. I love his voice. I love the songs he's cutting. I love his vibe. He's got his little own thing that's him and is nobody else, and to me, that's what being a star is. He's the guy that I've been the most excited about in this town for a long time, and he's hoping that Morgan will basically get everything straightened out and be back sooner than later, but that's Jason Aldean on Morgan Wallen. It's cool to hear that, too, because like Morgan Wallen, we've kind of followed the story since it broke. And even before that, we said this guy is the next guy. We've been saying that for the last six or eight Mm -hmm. months, right? Ten weeks, number one on the Billboard charts. Nobody's done that since 1987. And this is number one, like overall, all genres. Mm -hmm. And what we know about Morgan Wallen right now is he's back behind the scenes doing the work. He made the mistake. He wants to uh, do better. And he's trying to do better every day. So we'll have to follow that story and see what happens with that. So Kane Brown has recently donated $100,000 to the Boys and Girls Club of America. He promised this in June of last year, where he said that he was going to donate all of the proceeds from his song, Worldwide Beautiful, to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Pretty cool that this song was able to raise $100,000 for that club. At every show, I see my people. They ain't the same, but they're all equal. One love, one God, one family You're missing every color If you're only seeing black and white Tell me how you're gonna change your mind If your heart's unmovable great We ain't that different from each other From one to another I look around and see worldwide beauty Again, Kane Brown has donated $100,000 to the Boys and Girls Club of America. The music video for Matt Stell's new single, That Ain't Me No More, is out now. And Matt says he's really proud of this one. And in his best movie trailer voice, he sets up the story by saying, In a world where the state of Arkansas gives tax breaks for hiring ex-cons, a heartbroken rambler gets a second chance at making something of the life he has left. Only problem is, his absolute smoke show of an ex has made a life of her own with another dude. It's a cold world, especially working double shifts at the concrete plant. So he also adds, let me know what y'all think. So if you haven't heard the song, it's by Matt Stell. That ain't me no more. I used to drink till I got drunk. My fuse was short and my guard was up. I'd start a fight, I'd slam a door. But that ain't me no more. Yeah, I was number one on my list. I never called back the calls I missed. No,
The video for Matt Stills, That Ain't Me No More, is out now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 25th, and today in pop culture in the year 1963, Johnny Cash went to a recording studio, and he recorded one of the biggest songs of his career. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. 1963, that song was recorded. Today in pop culture in 1977, Bob Seger had an album that went platinum. The album was called Night Moves. It featured this song. Working on a night moves. Trying to make some front page driving news. Working on a night moves. What is that about? That's Seger. Also on the album Night Moves was this song. Today in pop culture in the year 2000, NSYNC set a world record. They sold 1 million tickets in one day in 2000. This netted them a net of $42.5 million for NSYNC. Is it wild that NSYNC was 21 years ago? Yes. Bye, 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 bye. 21 years ago. So, today in pop culture in 2002, The Bachelor premiered on ABC. Wow. So that show's 19 years old. Uh, today in pop culture in 2003, Linkin Park released an album called Meteora. It featured a number of songs you might know, including this one. Today in pop culture in 2013, Tim McGraw teamed up with Taylor Swift and had Keith Urban on guitar for the song Highway Don't Care. Stepping back. Today in pop culture in 2003, Celine Dion kicked off her Las Vegas residency with a show called A New Day. She did the show at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Imagine going to see Celine Dion in concert in Vegas. Celine Dion in Las Vegas. People were going nuts for these shows. You were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. You saw the best there was in me. Lifted me up when I couldn't reach. You gave me faith because you Celine Dion in Vegas in 2003. Let's do one more. When you touch me like this and you hold me like that, I just have to admit that it's all called. I think I'm going to have to stand up on this last one. Do it. When I touch you like this, not on the chair, and I hold you like that. When you 
feel it, you feel it. It's so hard to believe, but it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back, it's all coming back to me. Sweet Dion, y'all. There were moments of gold, and there were flashes of light. Here we go. There were things I'd never do again, but then they'd always seem to rise. Celine in Vegas. Celine Dion goes to Vegas for her first show. Today is March the 25th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If only you could have been in this room with uh, what just happened with Kelly's phone. She thought somebody had hacked into her phone and was talking to her. I did. Um, it was a it was a baby crying, and all of a sudden it started going, meh, meh, and I looked at you and like, I think I was trying to hand you my phone. She reached out to hand me her phone. I was like, and what's what's happening? <laughs> she threw her new iPhone 12 down on the table. Like, what am I doing? Yes, like I was, somebody was about to come out of it. Yeah, and then I, I don't know what happened, but it, it finally what was went it? off. I think it was something on Instagram. Open that, it back up and see if you can play it again. Because it was a weird sound. It, it was like a baby crying or no, laughter. I couldn't tell. It's not there anymore. It's not there. It was weird. So, it wait, was, it, what do you mean it's not there? It was haunted. Now it's just on this. It was some type of video. That what were you watching? I, I honestly don't know what it was on. But you think it was Instagram? But when you showed me your phone, there was nothing on your screen. I know. Like it was what, minimized. That's what's weird. It was Instagram, but I don't know what it was. That's really scary. It's haunted. That freaks me out. Could you take your phone to your car? No. Please. I don't need extra drama in my life. Your phone is causing drama. That's scary. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the world of the latest uh, COVID vaccine individuals, Miss Kelly Brooke Perry. Yay. How was Look, it? I still have the, uh, the little Band-Aid. Did you bleed? No. A little bit. I think I did a little bit. It was funny because when I went to get mine, it was uh, a week ago today, uh, the guy looked at my arm and I have tattoos on basically elbows up on my arm and the dude's like, where would you want it? I'm like, dude, I don't care because I mean, what, you're not going to see it. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so tell me your experience. I told you I had a great experience going to get it. Yeah, and I did too. And so when I went in, the thing that I'm going to say was probably the best was every single person I encountered. It doesn't matter if it was somebody working the event, mm-hmm. if it was the person giving me my, my vaccine, if it was the person I did paperwork with, the people that were there to get a vaccine, everybody was so happy. Yeah. It was like we were at Disney World and there were no rides. Everybody was just happy and in a good mood and smiling. And I personally haven't seen that in a group of people. And I don't know. I don't know how long over a year, maybe. Yeah. You know, and just to see here I am just getting a shot in my arm and I have never been so happy to be in there. And just maybe it was, you know, the feeling of there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's, you know, this is my first step until I can hug my mom. I, mm-hmm. You know, whatever that is for you. That's how I felt when I went in there. I was like, can I just stay in here and hang out with y'all? Like and see people that are coming in so happy and leaving with a smile on their face like their life just got a little bit better today we've all waited for that we've waited for the moment and we've heard about the vaccine and then you know when it opened up and it wasn't available to everybody and it's almost like it was a great teaser yeah you know okay now we're going to do 75 plus and then by the time it finally gets to your category where you fit into a phase you're like wait a minute now's my chance and all of us i don't care who you are everybody wants it to be normal yeah Mm mm-hmm uh, what What is normal? What's normal going to look like as we go throughout the rest of the year in 2022? We don't know. Yeah. But we know we can take a step to getting us closer to normal. And But like, here's what I was thinking. Uh, my experience was great. Did you have any side effects? 
Uh, no, like my arm might be a tad bit sore today, but no. Yeah, but that's from an injection of anything. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, there's the potential of that. Did I have you nervous about, because I told you I read about the side effects after the fact. Yeah, I'm not one of those people that does get nervous when it comes to stuff like that because I don't go through and read stuff before I go and do stuff like that. Yeah. But but I told you some of the yeah. stuff. But again, you know, for the most part, you look at, uh, what is it, 99.9% mm-hmm. of people don't really have side effects. And the side effects that some people have are, are very mild. Mm-hmm. And it's much more mild than the potential of getting COVID. And then uh, the studies, when you look at the what they call the efficacy yeah. of those shots – is that it's all, it's basically 100% of people who go and get the COVID vaccine, they're not hospitalized. Yeah. Which is huge. Right. Um, so anyway, that's the reason that a lot of people are going to get them. That's the reason so many people are excited. They feel like the weight's been lifted off of their shoulders. And they're, they're like you said, about to be uh, able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, here's a question I have for you. Uh, you'll go back in three weeks, right? Or is it two for you? I think it's, yeah, April 14th or something like that. Okay. So you'll go back, yeah. So when you go back and you're fully vaccinated, will you still wear your mask in public? Um, I'll probably do that be, until kind of everybody starts. Not just because I, I'd be worried about it, but just since we're kind of out in front of people, yeah. I would be nervous that people wouldn't know that I got the vaccine and they'd be like, oh, look at her. Look at Kelly Perry. She's not wearing a mask. So I'll probably. Wow, who, who do you talk to that talks like that? Um, I'm not friends with them. I don't know. <laughs> it's somebody that's mean. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, but I will probably wear it until someone says, whoever's in authority, that's like, hey, you don't have to wear it anymore. Or I could just carry around my little card. Yeah. Here's my card. Yeah. I'm fully See? vaccinated. See? Yeah. Print your card on a shirt or something. Wear it around <laughs> your neck like Flava Flav. Oh, like a lanyard. Yeah. I, like I think that that'd idea. be great. Because, I mean, there's the, uh, the very strong potential that the governor of Arkansas is going to come out and say, hey, the mask mandate is over. Mm-hmm. But there will still be people who want to wear them in public. Yeah. Like when I see people in the store now, because every once in a while, I'll see a few more people that don't have the mask on. And I'm wondering, have they been vaccinated? Because I don't know. And I'm not going to ask them. Or are they just over it? Right. You know, and I don't want people to think, oh, Brandon doesn't care. And he just, you know, he's being uh, thoughtless about this whole thing. So I guess I'll take out a billboard and let everybody know. (laughs) I have been vaccinated. I have been vaccinated. I am safe. (laughs) Right. So anyway. Congratulations. Thanks. Happy for you. And One just so closer. y'all know, it's if, if you get the, the opportunity or it's time for you to go, it, it it was a good experience. Yeah, I agree. There you go. The newly vaccinated Kelly Brook Perry yeah. on your radio this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Thanks for starting your day with us. Rain showers, thunderstorms across the natural state, all across the area. So. Uh, Northeast Arkansas, Central Arkansas, Southeast Arkansas, we're all going to see rain and thunderstorms today. Now, at what point do do the storms get a little more bumpy? There is that chance of strong to severe weather. And the National Weather Service is saying that all forms of severe weather are possible today. That means damaging winds, large hail, the potential of uh, some tornadoes as well. Now, I want to say this carefully. The strongest chance of tornadic activity and the strongest storms appears to be over north and northeast Mississippi because this is a thing that affects the whole Mid-South. But on a situation like this where warm air meets cold air and the fronts all come together and all that stuff, you never really can predict it. They're doing the best they can with the models they have, but we'll have to watch the weather. And if and when things change and get kind of uh, bumpy throughout the afternoon, we'll keep you up to date. All right, so we're talking this morning about dinner time. I was still making dinner last night. It was 8 o'clock. Leslie at 8.30 after I made dinner said she wasn't hungry. <laughs> it took you so long to make dinner. That's what it was. It was too long. I'm like, and I said to her, are you being serious? Because like my deal was I had a meal I could have had. I could have just eaten. It was like ground turkey and rice. I would have been fine with that. Throw some guacamole salsa, which if you haven't tried guacamole salsa, holy it's gosh. It's good. It is so good with some with some actual avocado slices in there. It even makes ground turkey taste okay. And you take your ground turkey and you use the hot and spicy taco mix. You ever tried that? No, but that sounds really good. Over your rice with your guacamole salsa and some avocado slices. Yum. It's it's pretty good for you and it's not that bad. So anyway, uh, it was late last night. What time are you cooking again? Um, Well, probably 930 tonight. I mean, might as well make it later. Um, but the question was, like, what time do do you and your family eat dinner? I want to see 
if I'm in the range, because I think most nights it's somewhere between 7.30 and 8.30 for us, which I would imagine most people would say, that's not very good. Yeah. There's, like you need to eat earlier than that. There's several that are probably going to upset you because <laughs> you're not going to understand how they do it. What is it? Kate says 5.30 to 6. What? Uh-huh. Uh, people still do that? Yes. Lauren Price says 5.30 to 6. Lauren, what? how do you do that? Angel Martin says five to six. Oh, uh, Angel, how do you do it? Now, we do have Brooke Brown says five to six, unless we have things going on, then you just make sure everyone is fed before bed. No, and I You're get basically that. throwing food at people before they get in bed. That's basically my life every day. I know. Like between five and six, I cannot tell you when we've done that. Yeah. If I do dinner between five and six, Kai will want a second dinner. Oh, yeah, definitely. They'd be like, uh, I'm hungry again. Kai, it's 8.30, but I'm hungry, Dad. Yeah, they're in the pantry already. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, but he'll want us to do a full dinner again or go get him something. Yeah. We're like, no, you had dinner at 5 or 5.30. But that was a long time ago. Yeah, we can't do that. Mm -hmm. So our question today on the socials is, what time do you and your family eat dinner? Are you like me where it's progressively later in Kelly's family as well mm-hmm. uh, or is it a deal where you guys are eating at five or six which to me sounds so leave it to beaver I know it does but maybe the world was better with leave it to beaver mm-hmm. beaver and Wally and Eddie Haskell and yep. all of them hmm. we want to know what's up on Facebook this morning facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning it's also on Twitter if you want to go and respond on Twitter Brandon on BBITM what time do you and your family eat dinner Maybe somebody will make me feel better about my life. <laughs> is there anybody out there? Is there life out there? So much I don't oh, know. No. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. <laughs> Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know that my computer screen just, there it goes. It just went dead. But it's back up. Did you know? I did not know that. Shaquille O'Neal hit one three-pointer in his 21-year NBA career. It came in his fourth season. He ended his career one for 22 on three-pointers at a 4.5 percentage. Really? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Did you know Kelsey Grammer has been nominated for an Emmy for playing Frasier Crane in three different TV shows? Right. Cheers. Cheers. Where the character started. Yeah. Frasier which was a spinoff, mm-hmm. and Wings when he made a one-episode cameo. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. And did you know the average fast food burger contains meat from around 55 different cows? That's a lot of beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, everybody. We're asking you on social media what time you and your family eat dinner because I want to go to my wife and say, hey, no more dinner at eight o'clock, <laughs> especially if I'm the one cooking it. Like, it's fine if you're cooking it, but me cooking it, I'm ready to wind down by eight o'clock. If I go to my social media, uh, nobody is saying they eat between eight and nine on my Instagram story just yet. <laughs> I'm going to send that to my wife. Uh, it looks like we're sitting at 50-50 on the voting, okay? Okay. 50% of people eat between 5 and 6, and 50% of people eat between 6 and 7. A lot less people eat between 7 and 8 and 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. If I were to say, on average, you look at the entire week, let's do work week because the weekends are different. Mm-hmm. Work week, what time do you sit down for dinner? After 8 o'clock, every single work, uh, every single week night. Do you ever sit? Um, yeah, we sit. You and your husband, kids? We tr- I try. If we're all there together, even if it's in the living room, in front of the TV or wherever, I yeah. do try to make sure we're all together. Sometimes I'm so, I have so many different things going on in my head, I don't even sit down. I'll stand up at the counter and eat my dinner, just yep. standing mm-hmm. up talking. So anyway, that's on social media today. One thing I want you to do if you uh, make dinner a lot is make sure you cook your beef. I don't know a lot of people who don't cook their beef. Hmm. Or at least don't cook it all the way. Right. A dude goes out in Thailand. He's having a problem. His problem is he can't stop passing gas. Like, it's a major issue. You were telling me earlier this morning you have that problem. Well, I'm afraid I have a tapeworm. (laughs) That's what this guy had. So Uh it becomes an issue where it becomes embarrassing and he can't stop. Oh, my gosh. He's in situations where he just can't stop. And he's like, you know, you know. And people are probably yelling at him like, dude, stop. stop." 
So they go in to try to figure out if he has some type of a physical ailment, something going on. And what they figured out was he had a tapeworm in his body and the tapeworm. I don't know how this is possible. Oh, gosh. What? Was 59 feet no. long. 59 feet. Wait, how tall was he? Not inches. Feet? Kelly, I am about 6'4". Okay. But li- like literally, let's say I'm approaching 6 feet. Yes. 59 feet tall. Oh. Imagine stacking 10 6-foot tall guys there. That's how long the tapeworm was that had gone into his body and continued to grow. Oh. Let's do 59 feet times Mm-mm. 12 inches. Mm-mm. This is 708 inches of a tapeworm in his body. They say that that uh, even though that's a long tapeworm, it isn't the longest that's, one ever. Mm-mm. The longest tapeworm ever was 82 feet. And it was uh, in the body of a guy in India. I, that is 984 inches. That's almost caused me cause for me never to eat beef again ever it ever. makes you think right like oh my gosh what if people always make the joke oh i wish i'd get a tapeworm no <laughs> i don't think you want a tapeworm if it's going to give you uh constant gas and grow to be that big in your oh. in your body where does that happen is it in your stomach if it's that long or intestines it's going to be in all of it you it, think so at one time will you research that for me Research where a tapeworm lives in the body. Okay. And we'll come back in just a few minutes and give you the information. Kelly Perry, MD, on the way. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Kelly is here. She is uh, practicing medicine this morning. It is Kelly Perry, MD, 2020. Uh, and uh, that's funny. She's going to be looking in to see how long these tapeworms are uh-huh. and where they live. So there's a dude in uh, where was he? Thailand. He was passing gas nonstop. They went in to figure out if he had a problem, and the problem was a 59 foot tapeworm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! So if you have a tapeworm, Kelly, that's like over 700 inches, where does it reside? Well, Brandon, while the adult tapeworm stays in the gut, the larva may um, settle in other parts of the body. When a larva uh, infection finally produces symptoms, the infection may have been present for years. In some rare cases, larva infection can be life-threatening. But basically in the gut and the intestines. And it just grows to this crazy length. Mm -hmm. That is wild to me. The idea the tapeworm can grow to be 59 feet, and that's not the record. That's crazy. There you go. Medical advice always given here. One of the things we do is we try to inform you, entertain you, and provide medical advice. Yes. From Kelly Perry, Uh uh MD, 2020. (laughs) 2020? Mad dog. Oh. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there is good news out there. If you are a fan of wine, maybe you like the red, red wine. Or maybe you're more of a, a sweet flavored type of wine person, like a strawberry wine. A strawberry wine, 17, the hot July saw everything, my first taste of love, oh, How would you like to think that you could drink wine and get paid for drinking wine? Okay. There's a winery in California that's hiring somebody, and they're looking for somebody online who will move out to wine country, California, drink wine, and learn about the industry. Kelly, this isn't like just a normal job. This is a good job. It pays $120,000 a year. Plus, they're going to give you a free place to live. I mean, it sounds amazing. There's got to be some kind of catch. You get paid to drink wine and let them know if you like it. Hmm. So uh, if you want to go and check it out, it's a really good job is how they describe it. Uh, You can go to murphygoodwinery.com. It's probably easier just to go and find that online. It's murphy, G-O-O-D-E, wine.com, murphygoodwinery.com. If you would like the job of a lifetime, drinking wine in California. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we talk about Kelly's experience going and getting the COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccine. Yeah. And her experience was much like mine, but I think she described it in a really interesting way because there was a vibe. Mm-hmm. There was a vibe in the building. There was a vibe with the people there. And we kind of yeah. talked through that this morning. Also, a little bit of a, of a, I don't know if it's drama, but maybe a little drama with me still making dinner last night at like 8 or 8.30. Oh, yeah. Your rant. So I wanted to figure yeah. out what time yeah. you all eat dinner. And for the most part, nobody eats between 8 and 9, but me and you. Yep. Like legit, yes. most people don't do that. For whatever reason, we do that. We also talk about the guy who has a tapeworm. He has uh, constant gas. And the tapeworm is like, you might think, oh, what is it, like six feet? And when no. you hear the story, it's much, much mm-hmm. worse than that. Mm-hmm. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. If you haven't checked out podcasts before, you can sample it online at kfine.com. You can listen to the whole show right there. All right, Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The series finale of Superstore, back-to-back episodes. The one-hour special of People Presents, Harry and Meghan's American Dream. Keeping up with the Kardashians on E! The first first season finale of Call Me Cat. The series premiere of For Real, the story of reality TV. And then tonight's schedule also includes Station 19, Legacies, Grey's Anatomy, and a a million little things. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.